It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. My name is Haley Gunther. I'm a crime reporter in Spokane, Washington for KHQ. My specialty and my passion is trying to give a voice to those left voiceless and focusing on cold cases in our communities. We are featuring a horrific case out of Lataw County, a small community, Princeton, Idaho. And this is this week's episode, While She Was Sleeping. Chief Deputy Tim Best joining us from the Lataw County Sheriff's Office. This was a case that rocked the community of Princeton to its absolute core back in 1996. You, you grew up in Princeton. Yes, I did. I grew up my whole entire life in that community. And what makes this particular situation is so troubling, I'm sure for you, especially as you you lived near the victim. Yeah, I, uh, my wife and I at the time were living um, right across the street from Hazel. So we, and then plus having grown up in that town, I, I knew Hazel, didn't know her well, but I knew of her and there, and I had a good friend of mine that we, from time to time, we would go, go and see Hazel once in a while, so. That's how small town, Idaho, small town USA works. Yeah, exactly. Everybody knows everybody. There are no strangers, but there were some, there are some secrets and that's what happened to Hazel. What do we know about this case? You know, we, we know that uh, on the, the night in question when it happened, um, you know, somebody broke, broke into her house. We, we don't, don't know, know why? We, we don't know why because to our knowledge, Hazel, she didn't have any um, known enemies and that's what's so troubling because when this happened, the sheriff's office didn't have any direction to go anywhere. They just followed up on leads they got and did the best job that they could given the information that they had. And so it, this all started with a missing persons case back in 1996. Tell me about what Hazel's granddaughter saw the morning after you believe ha Hazel was yeah, killed. Uh, ha uh, Hazel's granddaughter was uh, driving by her grandma's house that morning and she saw that uh, the paper was still, This my memory is that the paper was still out on the porch. Mm -hmm. And her grandma, early riser, always, would always get up and get the paper. And that was enough to make her stop and, huh, I wonder what's going on with, with grandma. Yeah, that's exactly what she did. She stopped and went inside and saw that grandma wasn't there in yeah. the house. And yeah. what she found was 
bone chilling. Oh yes, really. It, it really was. I mean, her grandma, her grandma's slippers were still there. Um, her the sheets were off the bed in the house, and her her glasses were still there. And and Hazel needed her glasses. I mean, she could see without them, but she really needed them to. She function. wouldn't have gone anywhere without her glasses. That that is correct, but they and, did. And the bedding gone. Yes. That had to. I mean, as a, a seasoned detective, as I know you are, that has to just, you know, when you hear that, that has to kind of give you, make your stomach drop. Yeah, given, given that, you know, at the time, mm -hmm. we, didn't, we didn't know that until after they got there. It was several right. hours later, you know, the family, they just, they took it upon themselves. To, just trying to find her. To go look for her. And it was another family member at the time who, when she was told, and she worked at the sheriff's office at that time, she said, well, have you called the sheriff's office yet? And... They didn't, they, they hadn't, excuse me, so that's when they uh, decided to call the sheriff's office and that's when they got involved. And what did they they find? You um, had shared some photos with us of the, the crime scene. Mm -hmm. They, You folks immediately sealed off the... Yeah, the, the house was immediately sealed off. <clears throat> um, that's typical protocol. Right. Just a... So it was treated as... Yeah. highly suspicious it, right yeah, off the bat it was i mean mm -hmm. whether you know we wanted to think the best but you of know course. we were especially in a, in a town mm -hmm. like that i mean to, to people that are unfamiliar with princeton mm -hmm. i mean nobody would no one's mind went to murder right away i i mean that's just that kind of thing you hate to use the cliche line but that kind of thing, especially to a woman in her 70s that doesn't happen there no it doesn't you know especially there's really there's no motive for anybody right. that we could think of. Um, we don't. We didn't know at so the time. So you tried to stay optimistic and just think there's, there's got to be an explanation for this. But you know, as folks in law enforcement, I'm sure you, you had that sinking feeling. We, we did. I mean, yeah. given what uh, you know, I was, at the time I was I was working a graveyard shift and I didn't. I woke up the next after I got out of bed is when. I had noticed you that woke up to your town that had was losing its innocence right you, before your eyes yes I, I looked out the window and I saw a crime scene taped you know wrapped around this this house so I well I went over and I talked to the deputy who was there and he told me what uh, he had found and did they ask you I mean you lived right there were they like did you see anything last night you were just coming off of your graveyard shift or I should say early in the morning yeah, I got home probably about close to 7 a.m. that morning and anything I didn't notice anything out of out of the ordinary I mean nothing I mean but you probably weren't you know necessarily thinking, looking either I, you never thought I wasn't but I was that late that afternoon after it was discovered, I, I assisted another deputy, and we went around and, and canvassed the neighborhood and talked all the, to all the neighbors. And had anyone seen and anything? nobody had heard anything or seen anything throughout the evening, so that even made it even just more suspicious. Like, you know. like how, did, how could this have happened? So at that point, day one of the investigation, all the Latow County Sheriff's Office had was a missing woman in her 70s and missing bedding and signs obviously of 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 a break-in yes you know but what, that was it that was it that, you know in the house there was a in, in the hazel's bedroom the window had been open and there was a, a cord to a blind shade that so was so you could tell that, that had was, been messed with that was hanging outside the window and then there was a some lattice that had been up against the house that was broken and laying on its side so you know something was really that that was alarming to us yeah I mean, e we, even looking at the crime scene photos mm -hmm. 
years and years later. This happened in 1996. Do you get that feeling of just, wow, evil was here? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, we, we believed, you know, looking back, that, pro- that there's probably a very good chance that Hazel May knew of, knew the person. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. That's just well, our suspicion. To, so. let's, to, to folks who are unfamiliar with Princeton, mm-hmm. it Highway 6 does run through there. Yes, it does. Is it possible somebody was passing through town maybe on their way to, to St. Mary's or um, even possibly to Moscow? That's entirely possible. Um, entirely. Yeah. I mean, given some of the, the evidence that was found later on throughout the course of investigation led us to believe that they the people were probably, or person was traveling more towards the direction of St. Mary's because most of the evidence was found that direction on Highway 6 past Harvard. So let's head there. Mm-hmm. The first thing your detectives found was the bedding. Yeah, it's the suspected bedding is mm-hmm. what they, that they later had family members who did identify it and said, yeah, that, that was, was hers. That was bedding from the house. And it was just found in one of the um, bodies of water nearby. Yes. Yeah. When that was found, mm. it still hadn't taken a turn for a homicide investigation just yet because Hazel, Hazel's remains, mm. it would take another year, a year after she vanished roughly. Yeah, or, roughly a year was in May of the following years when some hikers found, uh, they, they found some her remains in a, a wooded area in a remote uh, part in our county. Giving the official confirmation that I'm sure so many of you knew in your hearts but never wanted to hear the words yeah, that is correct i mean just you know we we were able to you know confirm it was hazel through dental records that and her remains was there were you able to tell how she was murdered no no it no. Just too much time had passed she yeah, had been out in yeah the just, there was just a just minimal remains mm-hmm. found so there um yeah it it just it gave you know confirmation in some ways but now now mm-hmm. it's a, an official homicide investigation for a woman that was did nothing wrong i mean talk about the no one deserves to be the victim of a violent crime ever you're but, out but this is you know that's everybody's worst fear yeah there was no motive no reason yeah. well there's never there's never a reason to kill anybody right right I mean, but, you're but talk yourself about or the so. most innocent mm-hmm. of of victims and mm-hmm. that's hazel martin no absolutely yeah she was an elderly lady she had no known enemies there's nobody who had any motives to uh to want to kill her to our knowledge we never did find that out yeah. Earlier in the night, records state she was out playing playing cards, playing pinnacle, and had won, um, you know, a couple bucks. And she had had a great a great night by all accounts. There was nothing strange that had gone on that you were able to find. No, the people who she was at the uh, card party with, they were interviewed. They didn't notice anything any suspicious. It was a, just a typical night that they went and out. Everyone and was at the Grange Hall, you absolutely. know, playing some games. Yep. And there was just no, no hint, no sign of the unthinkable evil that would take mm-hmm. over your town. What was the town like? Were people scared? Were they? I, I, I don't recall them being scared. They're just, you know, people just started coming up with their own theories. Ideas, That's theories, a small town rumors, for you people. And 
which we'd follow up on, you know, if people would. You have to. W- Any w- tip If people you would give yeah. us a tip of, you know, somebody new in the area, if mm-hmm. we'd follow up on or, or if people just talk. You and we'd, to, we'd follow up on right. any leads or any rumors because from past experience, from past cases that I've worked, mm-hmm. you know, some, sometimes in some rumors there's a little bit of truth. So sure. you always have to. You have worked multiple homicides over your career. Is this one that still troubles you very deeply to this day? It, this one does trouble me because, um, you know, I, I knew the person well. I knew the family. And, you know, it's really, it's and really. the town where this yeah, important to get happened. closure to people and I don't you know we've never been able to get that final closure for this family because it's just there's they haven't received any justice for this and it's 1996 yeah. here I'm on the downhill slide of my career and will we get justice for Hazel I don't know do you think it's solvable you know I think anything's solvable this particular one it, it, it would take somebody with a conscience. With, exactly. Coming forward and, and giving us, providing us with that information that, yes, I did this, so I know who did it. In this particular case, that's all I know that we have because the, we left no, the investigators who investigated this case at the beginning left no stone unturned. They did an, an excellent job. I worked it on the cold cases as, mm-hmm. you know, things would come up. So I've done interviews and followed up on things and just dead ends. So... It would take it would take people having the knowledge of what happened coming to us and confessing to it because as we've been mm-hmm. um, as I've been investigating this case mm-hmm. you know there are even things that you know you're very guarded on on certain parts of this and I'm sure that is to you know I, I know you guys are trying to protect the integrity of this case because there are things absolutely that there, only that killer knows absolutely there are some things that we can't disclose of course just as investigators you have to we try to be very transparent as absolutely we can, but you but ha- you need to protect the integrity of the investigation absolutely. and we we fully respect that and understand mm-hmm. that um you had said earlier that you think if a case like this with all the new resources and technology is really on our side if something like that if something like this were to happen today, do you think the odds of solving it would be much greater? I, I think the probability would be more, but I, I do. Because things have just changed, changed so much. So but, much. You know, at the time, the investigators, like I said, did an excellent job. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything they With could With what they had available, yeah, correct. That is correct. I don't think they could have done anything in it differently. I've reviewed this case several times over the years, and I just, I just don't see what they did what they could have what done differently. they could have done, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. But these, you know, the technologies mm-hmm. we see now, you know, yeah, certainly I, yeah. changed. That, that's, kind of, that's what I, I, I think, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you've, you've talked about the mm-hmm. hours upon hours mm-hmm. upon hours your detectives logged, mm-hmm. you know, trying to catch a killer, but until they get that, you know, a concrete tip and mm-hmm. something that, you know, can be backed up with with evidence and what do you do you just you hope that someone out there that this is is hurting them that that they think of it every morning and just want to give a grieving family some peace you're absolutely correct I mean the person or persons who did this they're out there I obviously and I'm hoping that they will be listening to -hmm. this or and what if you could speak directly to them what if they are listening i I would just tell them you know it's 
you got to do the right thing. I mean, you, you think of the family and the people that are affected by this and what it does to them. You and have said before, you don't think they went there to kill her. I, I don't. That's just, that's like I said, that's my opinion, just what I've reviewed on this case. And I, I, don't, I don't think the people went there with an intention of killing Hazel Martin. I think they had other things they, they wanted to Maybe, do. Maybe perhaps a robbery. Yeah, break in, you know, because she was known to keep a, tape, a safe in her house. But none of that was missing. None of that was, was missing. So, you know, I think they probably woke Hazel up, got her, caught her by surprise, and I don't. I don't they, think they maybe they there. felt like they had no way out. Yeah, that's, but to do the unthinkable. Yep, that's that's what that's my thought on it. I may be wrong, but I just I don't think they went in there with the intent to murder to an murder elderly woman. I, I used the word they. We don't know. Yeah, I yeah. guess yeah, you you don't. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, the hunch always seems to be that that more than one person yes, was that's, that's was what, involved. That's what we believe, just because of you know having you know moving the body and right and where the remains to dispose were found, of, of, disposing of, the evidence. of it um it's it's hard to be do tough to do on your own it is do you was hazel martin the kind of person that would welcome anyone in her home was she very sweet was she what was kind of her her reputation around town yeah she, yeah, she was welcoming to my knowledge i didn't know her well but um, it's a small town it's a small you know. town and I, I recall you know her having visitors at her place so is she friendly yeah she was me when i <laughs> when i've known her yeah so it's just you know the world lost a good person yes they did so i mean she was well she was a her granddaughter's a daughter and to this day it still haunts them yeah it's it's a case that um i believe can be solved it just you the right person needs to finally do the right thing yes yeah, any case is solvable, but just in this particular one, I think it's... You know the family. What would it mean to them? Oh, I think it would it would mean everything to them. They, the family would get that final closure in this. If you know, It's not going to... It won't ever make it better because your Hazel... Of course not. It'd never bring Hazel back. But at least they would get that closure that they needed to... And just knowing somebody is paying mm -hmm. for what they did to her. Yeah, yeah paying big being held accountable for their actions I mean that's, that's yeah it's got to be a case that will haunt you till the day you retire and beyond but hopefully there will be some movement here that someone yeah, that's, that's my hope I know that I know that's why the Leechaw County Sheriff's Office does these stories as they you want you want to catch who 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 did this yes I'm that, hoping this will this will uh help you know somebody give a push yeah push in the right direction to uh bring us some information that might just give us that little bit that we need to what to, is the best way people can get in touch with you guys they can they can just call call the sheriff's office either ask me ask for me or our detectives division are you able to stay anonymous if somebody has something that they want to share to to a certain point at the beginning yes we will take so their information but we can never it kind of just depends what kind yes. of information they have if they if they're a key witness in this we always try to keep their identity as 
you will try to protect them and protect them but it's i never can really guarantee anybody of that course. but if that's how it needs to come in at first anonymously we will take an anonymous tip and move forward you'll take anything to try to get absolutely some answers absolutely. for hazel yes all right thank you so much for taking the time to join us mm -hmm. someone out there know something somebody does and thank you Haley for doing this story for us we really appreciate it at the sheriff's office Judy was boring hello then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com it's my little escape now Judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.